The pandemic might be contributing to an increase in male genitalia injuries. The Barcelona Opera House reopens with an audience of plants and why sports stadiums are suddenly filled with cardboard fans. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. This is a podcast. This is a podcast that you listen to with your ears. I am the host, Comedian Jonesy, recording from Los Angeles. Weird AF News is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by me. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. The pandemic may be contributing to an increase in male genitalia injuries. Vancouver. Researchers from the University of British Columbia are wondering whether the COVID-19 pandemic is to blame for an increase in genital injuries among men in the Victoria area. Uh, Six men were treated for genitalia injuries in the region in just the past week alone. Well, in an article from the issue of Canadian Urology Association Journal that was published, researchers share some details of these six injuries, which they say are pretty uncommon in the region and may be attributed to the COVID-19 pandemic. Here's a quote from one of the authors of this journal. With a famously elderly population in Victoria, British Columbia, male genitourinary trauma is rarely encountered. We likely do not see more than a handful of such cases each year. This male genitourinary trauma. The six injuries included two incidents in which men experienced complete penile fractures during heterosexual sex with their partners on top. I don't know how that has anything to do with the virus, but okay, let's keep going. There was one instance of a painful erection that lasted for four days. Okay, that sounds maybe like it's Viagra related. I don't know. Not so much virus related. Let's keep going. Also an instance of a ruptured testicle sustained while riding an all-terrain vehicle. (laughs) All right, how does that have to do with COVID-19? I mean, really? (laughs) This seems like a little bit of a stretch here. Unless you're in the all-terrain vehicle uh, fleeing the COVID-19 scene, I don't know how your ruptured testicle has anything to do with a, a pandemic. There was also one instance of penile pain. That seems rather general. Oh, it says it. It results from frequent masturbation. Okay, that that might be related to the pandemic because we've been in isolation and there's probably an increase in masturbation. All right, I can see your I can see your point there, Journal of Health. One instance in which a man's penis was bitten by a dog. How come? How could you really? Uh, is this really scientific? How does getting your crotch bit by a dog have anything to do with COVID nineteen pandemic? If you please, someone enlighten me here. Scientists, what? Who? Again and again, stupid scientists. I come across doing the show. I just don't under. What does it take to get a science degree here? Do you just spell your name correctly? This, this just seems like a ridiculous profession these days. I hate to generalize to all scientists, but it's just maybe it's just the ones that seem to be publishing journals and doing studies. These people seem to be morons. Okay, there's more details here. Maybe maybe we can be convinced. They note that the dog penile bite happened while the man was visiting a friend's house after some pandemic restrictions had been lifted. Okay, well, he could have been visiting his friend no matter what. I mean, 
<laughs> That's still not related. Uh, the ATV incident occurred the day after restrictions were relaxed. I still think it's flimsy relating it to that. Now it says here, both cases of the penile fracture were associated with drug and alcohol use. Okay. Then it says, it is difficult to say whether these injuries would have occurred without the societal changes in the pandemic. One can speculate that the increased time at home may have led to higher rates of sexual intercourse with potentially increased riskier sexual practices. Really? Can you really speculate like that? I mean, yeah, if someone gives me $4 million, I'll speculate too. The article mentions that Vancouver Island has had a very low number of confirmed COVID-19 cases, only 130 uh, as of the publishing of this article. It does not present any data on these types of injuries elsewhere in Canada or around the world. It appears that COVID-19 may be impacting urological health in an indirect fashion, the authors write. I doubt it, authors. I really doubt it. This is just, I mean, completely a coincidence as far as I'm concerned, especially the dog bite. Really? I'll tell you what's a direct result of this pandemic is this this terrible journal article. I mean, <laughs> these are like really bored, stuck-at-home scientists that are just looking for anything to write a paper on. I, for sure, this is pandemic-related. You're listening to Weird AF News. The Barcelona Opera reopens with an audience of plants. Oh, yeah. Tons and tons of plants in the opera house. Fabulous. When Barcelona's Lisieux Opera, did I say it correctly? Lisieux Opera opened for its first concert since mid-March. It did so to a house full of plants. The Grand Teatre de Lisieux filled its 2,292 seats with plants for a performance by the Usli Quartet. I hope I said that right. They called this event the prelude to its 2020-2021 season. The string quartet serenaded its leafy audience with Puccini's Crescentemi in a performance that was also made available to human listeners via live stream. Here's a quote from uh, one of the curators. Uh, We wanted to bring a different perspective when we return to activity, a perspective that brings us closer to something as essential as our relationship with nature. And I got to tell you, you should absolutely Google this photo here, the Barcelona Opera plants, because it looks outstanding. To me, it looks like an opera house filled with marijuana plants. And I just love the idea of that. <laughs> By the way, what a what a grand opera house. It's so fabulous. It's one two, three, four, what I see is at least four balconies. Oh man, I would love to go to something like this. The article claims that these plants came from local nurseries and they will be donated along with a certificate from the artist to 2,292 healthcare professionals, specifically at the Hospital Clinic of Barcelona. Oh, that's so sweet. They're going to give these plants out to very important people in the community. Healthcare professionals. That's that's amazing. I love when nice things like this happen in the world. Organizers wrote that they wanted to reorganize the work of healthcare providers who have served, quote, on the toughest front in a battle unprecedented, unprecedented for our generations. They wanted to recognize the work of the healthcare providers. And I can't think of a more lovely way to do so than with these just glorious plants. 
you may you probably could have let a few nurses in to to watch the show as well if you just had them social distance like a person and then a plant and then another person and then a plant i mean you could probably go around like that and and get like 2 300 people in there to actually see the show as well let the nurses in let them watch it and then they can take the plant home that's right next to them that's just my idea i don't normally organize opera shows i to be honest i've only organized comedy shows for the most part uh, here's another quote from the website of the Les Sioux. It says, the Les Sioux, well, I really hope I'm saying that correctly. Somebody in Spain, help. It's not a Spanish word, though, it doesn't look like to me. The Les Sioux welcomes and leads a highly symbolic act that defends the value of art, music, and nature as a letter of introduction to our return to normal activity. Oh, that's just lovely. The idea of returning to normal activity. Well, in places like Spain, you can, you can, um, where I where I am in the U.S., I you know I don't I don't see myself returning to normal activity for quite some time. <laughs> it's going to shit. <laughs> There's more and more cases every day. Wow, we broke the record from yesterday. Fabulous, fabulous. Looks like I'm not leaving the closet. <laughs> Why sports stadiums are suddenly filled with cardboard fans? 2020. It might be the year of the fake sports fan. Well, let me tell you something. 2021 might also be the year of the fake sports fan. (laughs) Once bustling with beer-soaked fans, stadiums across the world are now full of cardboard cutouts. Unable to attend games in person, diehard fans are paying $20 to $30 to have their photos printed out and stuck to the seats at Korean baseball games, German soccer matches, and more. Oh, that's great. You can't be there, but you can pay pay to have somebody print your face out and glue it to a cardboard dummy and then your likeness is there but you are not (laughs) in the age of COVID-19 fake guests have become one-off oddities at restaurants and high school graduation ceremonies but in the sports world cardboard fans could be a game changer I need to hear more major sports leagues are finally announcing their return as you know the NBA is gearing up to finish the season in Florida starting July 31st major league soccer returns July 8th and the NFL is still hoping for a September 10th start. What's the catch? Well, not one of these leagues will be selling any tickets. No one will be able to watch these events live. Exact numbers vary across the leagues, but Georgetown professor Marty Conway estimates that ticket sales account for a considerable chunk of major leagues' income. This loss in revenue brings with it an opportunity for some kind of stopgap replacement. Well, apparently this is it. Selling cardboard fans could be a you know, a small way to make up some of that lost revenue. It might also give fans a viable way to support their favorite teams from afar. It all started back in March. A German filmmaker and soccer aficionado named Ingo Müller was sitting at home complaining to his wife about not being able to attend the matches of his favorite soccer team. What The wife said, If you're really pissed about not going to the stadium, just take a photo and send it to them. So Müller contacted a local printer and a team to build a portal where fans could upload photos of themselves. For the sum of about 19 to 21 U.S. dollars, he would print out each photo on a cardboard cutout and install it inside the stadium with the permission of the club owners. Originally, he anticipated between 500 and 2,000 orders. So far, over 20,000 people have purchased a cutout. 
All the proceeds go back to charities associated with the team, including a portion to fans impacted by the pandemic. Now, Mr. Mueller has received inquiries from sports teams in at least 15 different countries about setting up their own cardboard fan project. And Mueller isn't the only one tapping into this trend. Cardboard fans are lining the stands at baseball games in Taiwan and South Korea. Soccer matches all over Europe. Shaquille O'Neal's cardboard likeness even turned up for a soccer match in Northampton, England. At least eight Premier League teams have been in talks to fill their stands with some cutouts. Turkish, Turkish, Turkish soccer club. That's hard to say. Say Turkish soccer like five times fast. Turkish soccer. Turkish soccer. Turkish soccer. Turkish soccer. Shock. 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 The clubs are trying a model with two price tiers. $18 for season ticket holders and $22 for regular fans. <laughs> this, is out, this is crazy. I'm looking at photos of these cardboard cutouts with actual people's faces on there that have been printed out. Most of them are smiling. I'll tell you right now, I'd make a, I'd make a crazy face. That's what I'd do. Wow, there's so many of them too. Huh, fabulous. I kind of dig this idea. It's not just cardboard cutouts. Using... AR, an Iceland-based company called Oz Sports, is trying to project avatars of fans into the seats using digital technology. In Denmark, one team brought 10,000 fans into its stadium with Zoom. In South Korea, a soccer team filled its fan seats with actual sex dolls, a move that earned them widespread criticism and an $80,000 fine. And I, and I totally covered that story. Uh, there are some pitfalls with printing fan-submitted photos. At a recent rugby game in Australia, 4,000 supporters bought cardboard cutouts at about $22 each through the league's initiative, including a prankster who uploaded images of a prolific serial killer named Harold Shipman. <laughs> Nobody caught on before it aired on television, and the National Rugby League responded with promises to tighten its screening process for photo uploads. <laughs> of course, of course, someone had to troll this. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man, you could probably you could probably submit photos of Jeffrey Dahmer to like a Korean soccer game and they wouldn't even figure it out. I mean, <laughs> that kind of stuff is ridiculous. Yes, you need you need to scrutinize these photos for sure, for sure. And you know, you could go beyond um just somebody's face. I mean, you could actually have a person, a whole person holding something or, you know, wearing an outfit, I don't know. I mean, what if I submitted myself holding a sign that said Weird AF News or something, or wearing a T-shirt that said Weird AF News as a form of, like, self-promotion in the very corner of a rugby stadium in Berlin? <laughs> uh, yeah, just just an idea, guys. This is really fun, by the way. It's really, really funny. I like this idea. This is an instance when the pandemic is kind of limiting, but yet you turn it into something fun. I like that. Yes, yes, welcome, welcome, and thank you for listening to Weird AF News. <laughs> such a, such a wonderful, brilliant time we've had, haven't we? Yes, yes, very nice. This is your host, Jonesy. Yes, right, right. What is this accent you're doing, Jonesy? It's very, very annoying. Sorry. Uh, I want to thank Morgan Phillips. She wrote me a nice email. She's from Valley City, Illinois. She wrote. Jonesy, regarding cat men and being dateable, I completely agree that most younger ladies wouldn't find them as dateable because the so-called cat men are already in long-term relationships called marriages, something the younger ladies are, well, a bit young for. Long-term at the younger ages was signing a six-month lease. My cat-owning husband also agrees. 
I just have to say I will totally buy you a coffee when I get more work. I listen to you every night. Jonesy, your news is one of the few things worth smiling for in this crazy, I would say country, but crazy world. (laughs) I wonder if Trump listens. Would he call it the WTF briefing? I would. Morgan from Valley City, Illinois. Blink, literally, and you'll miss it. (laughs) That sounds like a commercial. For Valley Valley City, Illinois. That's hard to say, man. Uh, Morgan Phillips, thank you so much. Um, That was a lovely email. I really appreciate that. That made me feel nice today. Um, Yeah, thanks for reaching out, anyone who has. Uh, I'm going to publish some phone calls at the end of this. One hilarious call, by the way, from Trucker Dave. Dude, Trucker Dave, hilarious, bro. Unbelievable. He's from Canada. Canadians, so funny, man. The best senses of humor, I tell you right now. My goodness. That was a hilarious call, dude. Thank you so much. Also, uh, Michael called and and Finn called as well. Shout out to my regulars. And uh, don't be shy. Call the show, 646-450-2012. I love to hear from uh, from new people. Uh, You don't have to say anything poignant. Poignant is spelled with a G, by the way. (laughs) I figured that out. Uh, Yeah, public school, baby. Um, Also, yeah, uh, call uh, call and say what's up. The number is 646-450-2012. Maybe one of the stories resonated with you. Maybe you're from Spain and you were able to go to this opera house. Maybe you're a cardboard cutout at a baseball game right now. Maybe you want to call in. (laughs) Jonesy, you make no sense. I know, I know, I know. I make no sense. But anyways, we're here. We're here together. That's all that matters. Follow me on Instagram at Funny Jones and on Twitter at Funny Jones and on Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Drop me a line. Leave me a review if you'd like. That's pretty cool. Tell a friend about the show. Super helpful. Or join the Patreon and really take your loyalty to the next level. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews where you can get bonus episodes and download the Alligators Everywhere song for your phone for a ringtone. Uh, Yeah, there's other stuff up there. I just posted something today as a matter of fact. (laughs) Oh man, is it good. It's so good. It's just something something I never heard about, but one of my co- co-workers i have a lot of downtime at work and we talk about weird shit so something that uh, i discovered that then I, I went and found a video on and posted it up there but you'll have to check it out patreon.com slash weird af news i really really appreciate you all for listening to the show and being there uh, on a regular basis i hope you're safe and uh, and healthy and uh, and happy and that you're you're doing okay and if you're not feel free to uh call the show drop me a line Listen to more Weird AF News. It'll improve your mood. I guarantee it. Hey, Jonesy. Trucker Dave here from Hannah, Alberta, Canada. Small town here, but uh, you were talking about men that have cats. <laughs> I never even thought about it until you mentioned it. But last year, I got two cats. One, his name is Blizzy, and the girl's name is Snickers, because she looks like a chocolate bar. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, and I never even thought about it, but until now, you mentioned it. Ever since I've got these cats, there's been way, way less women in my life. You know, not that there was a bunch before, but there, there, there was, you know, the odd one, the odd booty call. I'm single, never been married. But anyways, and I do have them on my dating profile and all over my Facebook. And now that I'm thinking about it, that might be the reason why 
I'm a 2020 virgin. Uh, but, uh, yeah, maybe my cats are the problem. What, what do you think I should do with this? you think I should get rid of the cats? Maybe put them down? Take them out to the field? You know. But at the end of the day, when I'm done with the women, or they leave me, my cats are always there. You know, they're always there for me. They they come in my bed at night, and they sleep, and they clean their assholes right in my face and put hair all over my bed. And, oh, you're right. I hate my cats. I'm going to get rid of them. Damn, the cats are ruining my life. Two pussy cats in my life are ruining my pussy. Oh, you're right, Josie. Jesus Christ. I never even thought about this. These cats are going outside right now. Get out. Ah, get out of the house, Kitty. Down, no, you're gone. Go away. Ah! Hey, Jonesy. Uh, it's Finn. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I was listening to Monday's episode, and I wanted to let you know that your Jamaican accent is absolutely 100% spot on. That is probably one of the best Jamaican accents I have ever heard, besides from an actual Jamaican. That is probably the best accent you have ever done. Alright, Jonesy, that's all I wanted to say. Alright, bye. Hey, Jonesy, it's Michael calling from Iowa City. I wanted to thank you for the Florida Friday stories, um, five stripper stories. And the first one you mentioned was from a town called Lando Lakes, Florida. And, yes, I got your butter reference from the Lando Lakes butter. And I just wanted you to know that it was probably two months ago, all before the uprising over the George Floyd murder, that Lando Lakes took away our uh, symbol of the Indian kneeling on the cover of the Land Lakes butter package. So she's gone. I guess it uh, was controversial, but, you know, we've lost her. And then now in the George Floyd murder, in that uh, sense, we're losing other, I guess they're cultural icons, but I guess they're offensive as well as we re-examine uh, racial justice and social justice. We're losing Aunt Jemima. We're losing... Uncle Ben, Mrs. Butterworth, and uh, other things are being reexamined as well. But she's gone from the package of Linda Lake Butter. I guess it's time to take a look at those things. I guess the, the Washington Redskins have been controversial for a long time, and, and the owner of that franchise says he'll never change the name. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. There's so many that we'll have to re-examine and see if uh, those things will be changed. But anyway, just wanted to fill you in on that. As far as the last story with the uh, stripper who had the coconut, um, yeah, that's, uh, have you ever heard of a ping-pong show, <laughs> ping-pong balls? Well, that stripper carries three coconuts with her. And no, she doesn't carry a separate bag to carry around in. She keeps those with her at all times. And uh, just like the strippers with the ping-pong balls, she's got her coconuts. <laughs> and they're on her at all times, and she does not need a separate bag. Think about it. Take care, man. 